I'd like to welcome everyone to the Scientific Coaching Podcast. And before we get started, I'd like to officially uh, congratulate our friend Darren for contributing to, for contributing to the brain drain from West Virginia. There are now 1.7.98 mil, uh, million people <laughs> in the state of West Virginia after he and his uh, fiance left for Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> and I probably botched that number. Guess what? Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to bother correcting you, even if you are wrong. Good. Because <laughs> I can be a straight-up jerk when I'm corrected. <laughs> oh, boy. we uh, That's actually the reason we weren't with you last week to do our draft preview, because Darren moving into the new house, and there was no internet. So kind of an interesting situation, but we're here this week. This is the last episode of season one of the Scientific Coaching Podcast. This is episode number 46. We have done 46 of these in the last year or so. That's kind of hard to believe when you think about it, but that's really kind of – we've only taken just a few weeks off, and some of them have been unforced. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's kind of amazing when you think about it. But draft day is here. The Patriots have made three picks to, this, to, to date. And uh, let's start with the big one before we get to the other two. Mac Jones, quarterback, Alabama, 15th overall. What do you think? Love it. I mean, when everyone immediately started blowing up the draft uh, predictions going, oh, uh, San Francisco drafted up, uh, traded up to number three, that must mean they're picking Mac Jones. And then they pick Trey Lance, uh, again, also a great pick. Um, and everyone was like, all right, well, maybe Mac Jones isn't going that high. And then he just slid right to where he wanted him to. As soon as the Bears picked Justin Fields, I was like, oh, my God, it's happening. Yep, I, I knew uh, it. It was the office. I mean, I'm like, oh, my God, it's happening. Stay calm. Yeah, exactly. The, the only thing I can say I feel bad about him dropping to 15 is that just because I saw uh, a, a tweet uh, from, I guess, uh, an analyst. Uh, I forget who it was um, saying that. Had he been drafted at number three, I think, what most everyone expected, I guess. Um, the drop from three to fifteen lost him a potential nineteen million dollars, and I'm like, ouch. Yeah, he's also the last quarterback drafted in the first round, so he's gonna have that chip on his shoulder a little bit too. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you know, yeah, he said he wanted to go to the Patriots all along, and I believe him when I when I when he says that because I mean, you you just played for Nick Saban, who's best friends with Bill Belichick. Yeah, like you've heard about this Patriot system. You basically played in the Patriot system for the last four years. Why wouldn't you want to go to somewhere where you can just extend you the way you did in college? Mm-hmm. I love it, man. It, it, this is what feels so weird about this: is most everyone's mock drafts had Mac Jones in New England. That's what we all wanted. Yep, and it's like that never happens. Whenever, whenever they slide in for the Patriots in the mock draft, they never take. So it was really weird to go, wait, what? The, the, they took who we wanted. What? <laughs> yeah. How, you're going to some other fan like, is this how it feels on draft day? Exactly. Is this how this is supposed to feel? Because they've always, they've always picked people that no one expected, which is always I – mean, that's always interesting to be honest. Just going, well, what in the world? What, um, you know, it's a nice surprise. But this See is – Kyle Duggar last year. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this was a this was something everyone ex- seemed to be expected, and we both wanted. And they actually did it. I I even before the draft, you and I were talking, and I you kind of didn't solicit it, but I said it anyway. I gave you my top five, mm-hmm. and I was like, I San Francisco. I said, for the love of God, please don't be Mac Jones. Yep, that was my. I was like, I don't. Want, it wasn't that I wanted, didn't want Shanahan to get him. Because I think if he had gone there, he would have been just fine. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I want this kid, and I don't want Justin Fields. Yeah. I don't. I would have been fine with Trey Lance. I would have been just fine with Trey Lance. I do not want I, – Justin Fields, no. I mean, I, I just don't – I don't <clears throat> get the hype. And I'm not trying to come off as one of those people. I mean, he, got, he got messed on by some people in the media over this mm-hmm. draft cycle. And I'm not trying to jump on that train. But the fact of the matter is that I just don't think he's as good as people think he is. 
And I questioned the Bears for trading up to get him. I yeah. thanked them for it, but I questioned them for it. <laughs> the one thing I will add, which I, which I didn't uh, quite notice or uh, know statistically, was as of last oh, – at least with last season, he was by QBR waiting the, mo- the best deep-throwing uh, deep quarterback in the league last year, Justin Fields. Um, I think he had a QBR of like 99.5 or something like that in, in – um, passes of 20 or more yards. Wow. Oh, I get, well, more specifically, passes in which the ball was in the air for 20 or more yards. Cause Either that way, still. A deep pass. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there was that. And then when I, when I saw that, I was like, well, that would be, that would have been the only thing that I wouldn't have been angry about had Justin Fields ended up with New England was that, well, we haven't had a deep throwing kind of, Quarterback for a little while. I mean, well, Brady could deep throw, but I guess he had fallen off in the last couple of years with that. At least that's what everyone said. And then, we, and then suddenly found it when he got to Tampa. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, but also on that end, it does have ha- it does help to have a few weapons to, well, that is to get that too. Um, but the same end, gotta get get that chemistry set up, and they'll have some deep threats. We had inklings of people who could be deep threats last year. So maybe that maybe that will uh, expand this year. Alabama went deep a few times, and it yeah. worked out. <laughs> so here's something I, I want to kind of run by you. I heard someone talk about this. I think it was yesterday in reaction to Mac Jones being picked. See, what, see how this – try this statement on for size. The Alabama receivers he's leaving are better than the receivers on the Patriots. Hmm. I don't know. That might that's a interesting thing to compare. Let's just look at the they had two first round draft picks and Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle. Oh for sure. And then, you know, you you got uh the running back, you know, Najee Harris who went to the Pittsburgh Steelers and that's mm-hmm. like the perfect fit. Right. Uh, I saw that and I was like, who else but Pittsburgh would get such a beast of a running back they are pretty much the running back central of the nfl when it comes to getting premier running backs they also draft receivers pretty good too mm-hmm. I- i've said it once and i'll say it again the pittsburgh steelers are probably <laughs> the most well-run organization in professional sports in the united states and i will not back down from that i'm not, i'm not a steelers fan but i have immense respect for the way they draft and the way they sign the way they operate you cannot say anything bad about them. You might not like them, but you can't say they do it wrong. Yeah. All right, let's move on here. The Patriots spent two picks yesterday. They actually traded up to the Cincinnati Bengals' 38th pick to pick Christian Barrymore, defensive, defensive lineman, Alabama, and uh, used the 96th pick, which they had prior, on Ronnie Perkins' defensive line, mostly an edge guy from Oklahoma. We saw one of these guys in person the last few years. We didn't see the other one in person. Mm. But what do we think of getting defensive line help? Never again some defensive line help. That was one of the things they needed to bolster, um, it, it, which is weird because, again, they're playing to what they need instead of who's best on the board, which is entirely antithetical to how Belichick has been running this draft oh, for hold ever. We don't know that. We don't know that they went high on their board. True, but – it also lines up with normally, you know, normally they don't draft what they need. Fair enough. But, but you're right. They, they very well could have been exactly who they wanted the whole time. Um, and I'm sure at least Mac Jones, they probably will. But either way, it's like the first three picks, everyone in the Patriots organization and the fan base knew that they needed some help there in all these realms. And, or just depth in these areas um, because the run, the run defense uh, wasn't as great as it could have been last year. It was it was very mediocre. So they're like, all right, let's go out and get a couple big men on the line and let's see if we can bolster that. Uh, so it, it's kind of a surprising – it's a, definitely a surprising draft because it's going the way we want it to. Yeah, it's like <laughs> – but here's the thing. This is also day three when anything and everything can happen. Yeah. You know, you could have a dog be drafted in the seventh round. Who knows? Yeah. But at least they got the they, I think they got the two of the biggest needs right off the bat. A quarterback, 
whether or not he becomes the starter off the bat, who knows? I'm not. I still firmly in the belief that I don't like throwing rookies into the frying pan. But at the same time, it's not like this is a dumpster fire that he's being thrown into. However, I stand by that statement. Um, the and then of course, like I said, the defensive linemen, two big guys, are gonna factor in hopefully wonderfully with uh, Winovich and and Co. So let's go. What do you want to see today? What do I want to see today? Um, I I don't care when it is, to be honest. I don't really know if I care who it is because there's, there's so many people who I don't know. Because uh, <laughs> I don't. There know were a lot I'm, of guys last night I had no idea yeah, about, and I know, so, and, and I watch more college football than you. Yeah, so I'm just gonna say, for the sake of adding a little extra depth, just a wide receiver. Don't care who it is. If it's someone, maybe someone with a little bit of deep threat capability, um, but. I'm not going to be disappointed one way or the other, I don't think, because I feel like they're going to – they know where they're at in that situation. So if they pick someone up, maybe undrafted, or if they just don't pick anyone else at all with wide receivers and just say, we're, we're good with what we got, especially because they picked up Aguilar and Bourne, um, we'll, we'll see. But they might pick – I'd say if I – I would want to see maybe a late-round receiver. But even then, I wouldn't be disappointed if they – they don't at all. He, I'll give you the option here. Late round receiver of we signed Amir Bode on the cheap. Hmm. Well, I mean, Bode was pretty good for what he well, for when he was used last year. Um, he made some pretty good plays. I wouldn't be disappointed if they resigned him on the cheap. To be honest, um, I wouldn't either. I don't even know if he's still available, but I but I I don't remember seeing him be signed anywhere. Yeah, I don't, I don't recall seeing anything that he'd been picked up on on it. So I mean. Thing if he if he's willing to stay and and they're not willing they don't have to and he's not willing or he's not requiring a ton of money to stay then show um, right otherwise again pick up a, a late round guy and and just go with it yeah he's a free think, agent still I think with Aguilar and Bourne in the mix they're going and they're gonna they're gonna bolster that a lot. I would, I would hope. Plus, you can go two tight end now. You can really, you can spread yeah. it out. You can go double tight, two receivers, and have you know James White or something in the backfield or whatever if he comes back mm-hmm. to the Patriots. I mean, so you can really do, you can do a yeah, lot. James White was re-signed, wasn't he? Was he? I, I think I so. thought so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I think I remember talking about it. Uh, I remember him being uh, out there. E- James White. Yeah, I think he, yeah. All right. So we're we're good on that front. Yeah. Uh, either way, though, it's it's you've got options here. Mm-hmm. You've got you know we, this is going to be a fun offense to watch because you've got Sony Michelle and Damian Harris fighting for that number one running back spot. You've got two tight ends now that you can throw the ball to and open mm-hmm. up that. I like what Jacoby Myers did. You've got Nelson Aguilar. You've got Bourne. You've got, you know, yeah, you don't have Edelman anymore, but we and we assume Cam is going to figure out this offense at some point. Yeah. It, this is not a bad team. No. I mean, apparently, um, speaking and of Newton, the defense turns. Yeah. Speaking of Newton, apparently he's already, him and the other ones are already out there doing chemistry building exercises. So, Apparently he reported um, to minicamp. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's what I had seen. I think it was just this morning that uh, or last night that they were participating in some off season workouts. So, um, so yeah, he's putting the that, work in. Yeah, I mean he's got that. He's got the opportunity to get a full off season in with with the team now. So, and it, it really is the moment of next season if if you don't got it straightened out then. Now we now it's kind of your fault, <laughs> right? And here's the thing too, Bill gave him the vote of confidence on on Thursday night when they picked Mac Jones. He said mm-hmm. Cam's our guy. Oh yeah, I, and I he reiterated that, that. Yeah, he said Cam's he didn't our guy. Back, he didn't stutter. Yeah, he just said he's our guy. And you know, this seems like it's going to be a situation. It's going to be another one year experiment from Cam, and then if something goes south, maybe they put Mac Jones in. It, it, it almost seems like Mac Jones was the ultimate insurance policy. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, oh, yeah, exactly. And then, you know, Mac Jones in the same realm, he comes in and goes, I'm just ready to get in there alone. 
And that's right. that's exactly what you want to hear. He, whether, and I'm not going to say that he said that for the aesthetics, uh, you know, because I truly believe he believes that, especially because he's a champion quarterback. I feel like he he knows what it means to get in there and, and do work. So he also had a 4.0 GPA at a good school. Exactly, he knows so, how to learn. So it's not like he, so, so definitely not something to discount. He's definitely he's gonna go in there. He's gonna accept whatever you know wherever he lands on the on the depth chart, and he's gonna be ready should his name be called, whether it's week three or week sixteen. Exactly. So I I, I kind of want to move on to other parts of the draft. There's a few other things I want to talk about because I believe they were interesting topics. Uh, Cincinnati. I said they should take Panay Sewell, the <laughs> offensive lineman from Oregon. Protect Joe Burrow. They chose not to. You kind of called it beforehand, but what says you? I, I think it's definitely not what they needed. But at the same time, I'm like, well, you also just gave Joe Burrow one of his best targets and from, you know, his national champion team. Uh, did they absolutely need that combination? No, but I have to imagine they're going to come in and be lighting up defenses right off the bat, assuming they get some depth for the remainder of this draft and protect this man. <laughs> Otherwise, he's going to be injured again, and it's going to be on you. Pretty much. It's like, did you not see what happened last year? The man <clears throat> tore his ACL because he was running for his life. Yeah. And he was... Oh, in his okay. rookie season, he's the face of the franchise, and you let him have a season-long mm-hmm. injury because of this. And he very well would have been rookie of the year had he finished that entire season. Very it would have been close between he and Herbert. Yeah. And it was, but, it's an interesting story, though, because it's like since he – I guess they were the first one. So what, since he was number five or yeah, six? Yeah, five. They essentially rolled on the reunion train essentially because they, they get chase. And we essentially reunite him with Joe Burrow, and then uh, you everyone else just starts picking up people who their quarterbacks had played with. Jalen Waddle goes to for two in Miami. Devontae Smith goes to Jalen Hurts in, in mm. Philadelphia. Uh, there's someone else I'm forgetting. Nope, can't think of it. But they just start lining up. Everyone's just reuniting in some way, and it's like, well, oh, ETN went to Trevor Lawrence in uh, Jacksonville. Yes, yes, he did. That's it. So, I mean, and and even and with Urban Meyer as as the coach down there, I'm not going to say it'll be right off the bat uh, an explosion down there, but that's a combination that we already knew was deadly, and now it's in the NFL. <laughs> The Jaguars lost 15 games last season. They went 1-15. That is seven more games than Urban Wire lost his entire career at Ohio State. My goodness. Mm-hmm. The man wins. Mm-hmm. The man wins games. And it's on the same – it's on the – well, just about the same level as uh, – but not quite because, uh, you know, this is Nick Saban we're talking about. The level of Nick Saban having more first-round draft picks than he does losses <laughs> – Alabama, and he Pretty just much. bolstered that with what six. four guys, six guys in the geez, mm-hmm. yeah. So he's got like I guess that puts him at thirty nine first round draft picks to like twenty three or twenty four losses. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> just insane. So it he, really is the man. Nick Saban is the greatest football college football coach of all time. He might be the absolutely. greatest football coach of all time. And twelve of his players through Nick Saban's career have ended up in a Patriots uniform. No one has drafted Alabama players more than Bill Belichick since Saban's been there. It is a pipeline to Foxborough to Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. If, if I think, you go to Bama you, and you plan to go to the NFL, best be prepared to end up in New England. Pretty much. Get your, uh, get your big coat out. Yep. Go ahead and start stocking up on the winter coats. Mm-hmm. I think there was another team. I don't remember who it was. It took two Bama players in the first and the no, it was Philadelphia. They took Smith and they took their uh, center, uh, Richardson. And I'm like, I see what you're doing. You're copying the Patriots' way. I bet <clears throat> Lane Johnson is pissed off right about now. <laughs> uh, Screw Lane Johnson. Uh, agreed. 
<laughs> All right, one more, one more topic of of millionaires making bad decisions, and then we'll move on. <laughs> Kyle Pitts to Atlanta. Why, why, why would you waste this man's career on a team that is rebuilding? And by the way, the defense wasn't the problem. I mean, the offense wasn't the problem. The defense was the problem. The defense quite literally choked their head coach and GM out of a job. If I was the Falcons, I would take in a cornerback first. We'll take in Patrick Suratan, Caleb Farley, or the other corner. I can't remember his name. But I certainly wouldn't have taken Kyle Pitts because the offense was not the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Matt Ryan's getting older. Julio Jones is getting older. Guess what? You didn't need Kyle Pitts because now he's going to be sitting there. He's going to have to have like, a th- like 400 receiving yards a game just to be able to keep up. Yeah. And That's probably problem. have to put in some blocking work. Right. It's like, come on. Yeah, Why would you do that? And let's also mention – I'm sorry. I understand he's one of the best players in the draft. I understand that. But, like, the Falcons are not in a <clears> – they might be rebuilding, but I don't think they really should be. I don't think that's as bad a team as you think it is. I mm-hmm. really genuinely don't. They lost a lot of close games last year, and they put up some real fight at some point in that season. Yeah. They needed to retool, not tear the whole thing down. And – Drafting Kyle Pitts might be an offensive retooling, but you didn't need to do that. That car ran just fine. Your defense is a lemon. Fix the lemon. <laughs> yeah. The the one thing that I think I, I have to wonder if it kind of had an, had a an influence on this is that there were some reports suggesting, bef- I think before the first round, that Julio Jones might be on the training block. Yes. So I wonder if that had some kind of influence on on it like if they knew oh it, we're planning on trading julio let's pick up someone that you know that even though obviously it's not a julio jones because this is a tight end but pick up someone because he can play shifting he, he can play receiver as well he you can split him out he's he's as versatile as you get yeah he's a wide receiver in a tight end's body mm-hmm. is, that, that's just what it is and that's why it makes him so good and i understand I just don't get why you would pass up on such a glaring need for the sake of shiny object. Yeah. I don't understand that. I just I don't get it. And yeah, Matt Ryan is getting like I said, he's getting older. He's still a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. And Brady has shown you can play into your forties and be just fine. Thirty six, thirty five is the new thirty. Okay, let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. So Matt Ryan's thirty six, he's thirty one, basically. He's got several more years left, and he's going to be really good. Yeah. You can find guys to catch the ball. You can't find guys everywhere to go defend the ball. And your problem was you would get a lead, and then you would get into a Big 12 game where you'd have to score like 40 to win. That's a problem. Fix that. Mm-hmm. Either find some help on the back end, or there wasn't really a good, really good defensive lineman available at that spot. But there were several good corners who were picked not that far behind you. You could easily have jumped the line, considering. Oh wait, you were at the front of the line to begin with. You could easily have just started that row on corners. I don't know why you would waste a pick. And Kyle Pitts, I feel bad for him because I mean, where's you know. <sighs> Where is that team going if they don't have a defense? Nowhere. Especially you're gonna be you're gonna be getting your money, sure, but and you're gonna be close to where you went to college, but like, yeah, it's a bad spot. I mean, you're playing. He's brought in to probably the most offensive uh, division in the league, right? Which is in a way a positive for him because. He'll, he'll see the ball a lot. However, it's also a negative because, as you said, if you ain't bolstering your defense to combat that high offense in the league that you're playing six times a year, um, then what Then what does it matter if think you're about, probably still going to lose? Think about this. We know what Tampa is with Brady. Mm-hmm. The, Panth- the Panthers have Sam Darnold's quarterback, and they have some toys for him. Sean Payton may have lost Drew Brees, but I guarantee you Sean Payton's an offensive genius. He will figure it out. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you the Saints will not fall off the cliff this year. They might not be, you know, they might go 7-10, and 10, but they're not going to go, no 4-13. and 13. Mm-hmm. 
So now you're looking at it. You got to play those teams six times. You're probably going to lose the Bucks twice anyway. Can you get two wins out of – can you split with uh, Carolina and New Orleans? I don't think so. You're Owen Snicks already. At very yep. best, one and five. And I'm not saying that having Pat Suratan or Caleb Farley would have changed everything for you, but it would have been a good start. Yeah. I don't get it. I mean, I, I genuinely do not get it. I, I actually texted a friend of mine who's a Giants fan, and I said, I told, I've told i used this line before. Another organization, I believe I could run better than those actually running it. <laughs> Along with the Houston Texans. Yep. It almost seems like with that pick uh, uh, to, that they're trying to compensate by having a really good de- offense just be the defense. <laughs> <laughs> which is not not that I'm saying that's a good idea, but it that's kind of seems like how look, look at what Philadelphia did with Chip Kelly. The offense was humming. The defense was exhausted and ended up giving up like 35 points a game. Mm-hmm. Same thing's going to happen in Atlanta where the offense might be good, but the defense will end up conceding like 35 a game. Yeah. You'll have to score 38 and, and ain't always the easy thing to do. Yep. Especially when you got some probably better than you defenses on the other side. Thank God they play in a dome. I don't have to worry about the weather half the time. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the West Virginia University side of things. We, are, we were expecting to hear, we were hoping to hear some WVU names uh, yesterday. We did not. So uh, I, I ask you this. What do we think of the fact that we didn't hear any West Virginia players named. And, of course, if they're not going to be called today, they're not going to be called at all this year. But mm. we, we're pretty damn sure they're going to be called today at some point. Yeah, so. if someone doesn't pick up Darius Stills like today in Tony Fields, I'm going to question what they were watching at all the last few years. They probably won't. They probably I weren't. Mean, like, this man tore up the Big 12. Darius Stills did. He tore up everybody. And his brother was right there next to him helping. So I I, I didn't expect him to be like I, I would I hoped you know, obviously I hope all of them just get first round and go with it. But you know, I know that's not that that's not the case. But I was like I'm I was still kind of surprised that Stills didn't hit maybe, you know, mid third round or something. But I don't uh, know what he was graded at, to be honest. So I have no idea. But I feel life. like I saw a fourth round grade for him. Mm-hmm. I feel like I did. I don't remember that for certain, but I, it seems like like I did. Well, then he better than fourth round. Well, that starts at noon, right? Yep. Then we better see his name by I guess one thirty when the fourth round's over, depending on how long that drags. <laughs> We we have two we have 150 picks today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna go well. This is it's the the third day is always fun because like half the fans have left and the other two are just there to drink. And it's like <laughs> drink and go. Woo! Wait a second, that was a bad boo. Drink <laughs> wait and boo a minute. every other team. Hey, hey, wait a minute, you're not my team. Boo! <laughs> and then when then your team comes up, boo! Wait a minute, that is my team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of you before. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I I better hear Darius Still's name called. Same. And, and they I, always I, pick the most random guys to announce the picks in this today too. It's like yeah, like random offensive tackle from like 1974. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, weren't you a backup for that team? Not important. It's like that, that means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I'm here on draft day. That's what matters. I mean, okay. All right. You said so. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I, I guess we should – well, that covers about our uh, our our uh, West Virginia section. It wasn't a whole lot today because the spring game was last week. There's one that whole lot to talk about, about, the, about the spring game. The most memorable moment was the fact that Deuce McBride came out and participated in a quarterback <laughs> challenge. Yeah. And finished second. <laughs> The difference that I don't remember where I finished, but I know he did. And uh, anyway, oh no, I guess we'd have something to talk about. Derek Culver leaving for the professional game. That too. That could and, be a big loss, literally. Yeah. 
and and also I don't think we mentioned it because I think this happened in between the last show. Uh, uh, Coach Brown's getting a two-year oh, that's extension right. at WVU. That's right to the twenty twenty-six season. He and he's going to earn an average of just about four million dollars for the remainder of his of his extend, uh, uh, contract. That'll work. Yep, I'll take that. <laughs> All right, so now we can actually get into our story for today. And this is actually a story from two weeks ago, but it's still kind of cool. Not the patent, two two Sundays ago, it was announced by a reporter and then eventually announced that 12 soccer clubs across Europe were going to break away from UEFA, which is the governing body of soccer in Europe, uh, which currently runs what they call the UEFA Champions League along with the Europa League, and soon be next year the UEFA Conference League. Basically, those are European competitions based on league merit. That's what they basically are. And uh, so if you finish uh, a certain place in a certain league, and I'm not going to go into the whole coefficient, how they uh, determine that. I'm just not going to do it. But based on where you finish, you will be eligible to participate in the Champions League, Europa League, or Conference League. In UEFA, those are continental competitions. You still stay in your domestic competition, like the Premier League, the Bundesliga in Germany, La Liga in Spain, but you are midweek games. And these clubs decided they were not going to have that. They wanted to break away from their own league, uh, midweek league, with the intention of playing in uh, their uh, midweek league in which they could not be relegated. The founding clubs could not be left out of the league. Basically, they were going to be given free money. And it wouldn't matter... It would basically tear apart the uh, the meritocracy of, of, of soccer because I'll give the example. If Liverpool, who are one of those clubs, finished the 11th in the Premier League, what does it matter? They're still going to be in the in the Super League. It doesn't matter. They, they still get the money. And even though they do happen to finish 11th, they have like they have all the Super League money. I think J.P. Morgan was going to give up like, four, like three point something billion to the Super League. Holy like, cow. Yeah. So I think it was like three point five billion or something like that, uh, and um, and they were going to give them twelve clubs that that money, and it's like, even if they do finish on them, they're just going to go buy every good player in the in the world <laughs> next year. So you know it won't have any impact on them. <clears throat> and this a closed system is something we're very familiar with in the U.S. It's a completely foreign and unwelcome concept in 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 England and in Europe. They believe in relegation promotion based on merit. You're never too big to fail, is what uh, is what they basically say. And thankfully, the fans fought back and stopped the Super League. But we wanted to do, or I wanted to do, and I pitched there, and he liked it. I wanted to do a, a, a 10-team Super League in the NFL. It's easy to do it in college. You know, like just say, I'll be LSU, Ohio State, Oklahoma, USC. Not hard. But in the NFL, I wanted to do a 10-team Super League. Based on who we, what teams we would like to break away, if if a Super League ever happened in the NFL, which we know it won't, what teams would we like to see in it? So I'm going to do this like Pro Football Talk does. Pro Football Talk has a trivia question asked to the co-host in this case, Darren. If he gets it right, he gets the first pick. If I get it right, I if he gets it wrong, I get the first overall pick. So Darren, are you ready for your trivia question? Uh, yes. In the spirit of the NFL draft, the first NFL draft was held in 1936. Who had the first pick? Oh, it is man. a it is a modern franchise. I will give you that. Okay. Um, 1936. Hmm. I'm just gonna go with Green Bay. Oh, they had the seventh overall pick. It was Philadelphia Eagles. Hmm. <clears throat> Fun fact about the 36 NFL draft. The first player ever picked, Jay Berwanger, I think I'm pronouncing his name right, uh, never played in the NFL. He was the first winner of the Heisman Trophy the previous year. And uh, he was on the Eagles did not want to meet his uh, $1,000 per game demand, so they traded his rights to Chicago. The Bears couldn't convince him to sign, and so he ended up getting a job in rubber sales. Riley Smith a quarterback out of Alabama taken by the Boston Redskins, the next, the next pick, was the first NFL draft pick to actually play in the NFL. Hmm. And a West Virginia uh, uh, tackle, Joe 
S T Y D H D A H A R uh is a Hall of Famer from huh. West Virginia pick six over by the Chicago Bears. So there's your West Virginia. Oh, that's kind of cool. West Virginia Wesleyan, the Division II school uh, in uh, Buchanan, West Virginia, had the 12th overall pick, Len Barnum, to the Pittsburgh Pirates. Huh. That's the last time Wesley never had anything good in football. <laughs> Not that I can talk. Concord's horrible. <laughs> All right. Well, I get the first overall pick then. And so we're going to do this five rounds, so five uh, picks each. I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys because don't you think Jerry Jones would just absolutely love to negotiate the TV contract for this? For sure. And can you imagine, can you imagine the drama of the Dallas Cowboys leaving the NFL? Oh, yeah. Forget, I mean, forget, forget the drama that automatically comes with the Cowboys anyway. But yeah. just, like, imagine that. I mean, you literally, as as much as I don't call them America's team, they're called America's team for a reason. So, I mean, to, for for them to for for in the event that the you know they they left for something like that, yeah, it would cause utter chaos. That would be fun. All right, your first pick, then, sir. Hmm. I would go with. Yeah, I, I think I'd go with the Steelers. Mm, that's a good pick. All right, now defend it. Well, I mean, up until up until New England won fifty three, they they will they they had the most Super Bowls in in the whole in, you know in the NFL history, and again they'll they're a dominant force consistently. I mean, I don't I can't think of how many times, at least since I've started watching football, that they've had a sub five hundred record, if at all. Um, and again, they they are essentially running back you of the NFL. They they know how to pick up running backs. And they know how to develop running backs. And there's not a team that does it better. Can't disagree with that one. Also, Pittsburgh is the location of the first professional football game, so it would be really appropriate if the Steelers were to join a, a Super League. Yep. <clears throat> I'm going to go with the New England Patriots, and here's why. Because not only is it my favorite team and I want a, a reason to watch this league, but can you imagine if it happened when Belichick was still there and you get the whole, let's see how they do with not having to play the Dolphins, Jets, and Bills every year. <laughs> they actually have to play a schedule now. You know? It just yeah. Really, yeah. I'm gonna, yeah, so that's my second pick. It's, it's still like, guys, there are 10 other games a year that aren't those six generally mediocre teams, generally. And here's the thing, because of the NFL's schedule formula, we've always been playing good teams. Mm-hmm. If you finish first in your division, you played the two division winners in your conference that aren't playing, then you aren't playing that whole division. Yep. So if we're playing the AFC West, we play the division winner of the AFC South and AFC North. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, the extra NFC game is based on where you finish in your division. So if we win the AFC East this year, we're going to be playing an NFC, an NFC uh, opponent that finished first place in their division next year. Yeah. Two years, two years from now. So yeah, it's not this idea that it's just cupcake city is beyond insane. Yeah. It's scheduled to put the best against the best basically every year. Essentially. Yes. All right. Your second pick. (laughs) Let's see. Excuse me. Hmm. Man. It's hard, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, when you think of one, it's like, but how do you defend it? You got to have a good reason. Huh. You know what? Let's go San Francisco. Oh, that's a good one off the board. Yeah. All right. It's, you're just picking up all the, this one's one that, of course, they've kind of faltered a little bit over the last few years, but they've still remained in the spotlight. I mean, they've been to the Super Bowl a couple times. What uh uh what was the number 46, right? With Baltimore? 40 against No, Baltimore? that that 40 that was 47. 7. Okay. Yeah. 46 yeah. was the second Patriots Giants. Yep, that's right. For yeah, my 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 brain was I was like was I it know 40, the... was it 48 who was the, yeah, it was 
48 was Seattle. So it was 48, yeah, that's 47. Was yeah. Yeah. That's it. Um, playing okay. back to back. Yep. So okay. yeah. For, I don't, yeah. Um, the and, night the lights went out in New Orleans. Yeah. That's the night that the lights went out in New Orleans. <laughs> it's it was essentially just all the storied franchises just say, you know, like I could just imagine something like that happening. All the storied franchises of the league just go, yeah, you know what? Let's, let's, just, let's just do another league. All That's basically what it was in the Premier League. It's basically what it was in, uh, with the exception of like the German teams, because the Germans have a different way of owning clubs. They have enforced what they call 50 plus one rule, where yeah. fans have to own 50 plus one percent of the, of the club. Mm-hmm. It was the biggest clubs in Spain, Italy, and six in England that yeah. said, we're out. So, I mean, it's basically what it is. Yeah. It'd be the biggest. Even clubs haven't won a whole lot. Like, Tottenham haven't won, the, haven't, Tottenham haven't won a league in, since 1961. They were still in. Mm-hmm. Liverpool hadn't won in 30 years. They were in. And they left Everton out. Thank God. Um, <laughs> my, my third pick, the Kansas City Chiefs. <clears throat> Now, there's a secondary reason for this, besides Mahomes and the fact that this is one of the best organizations there is. The Chiefs were started as the Dallas Texans, which were started by Lamar Hunt, which really, and the Hunt family still owns the team, actually. The Dallas Texans were started to start the AFL, which was, a, uh, as we all know, a separate league from the NFL until they emerged. So it would be really appropriate to see the team that started the, uh, that started the AFL, start a Super League. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it, it would be really appropriate if we did that. Plus, Mahomes is still there. Hey, <clears throat> you got him. The NFL's like, oh, my God, we lost Mahomes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's he's basically the face of the league at this point, and, and rightfully so. Right. All right, your third pick. You know what? Just to have, to have two uh, running back slugfest teams – I'm going to go with Tennessee. Oh, that's having not Derek one Henry, I thought. Having Derrick Henry run up against Pittsburgh, you know, and just see them slug it out on the run, uh, on the, on the ground, that would be an interesting game to see that on a consistent not basis. That is something I thought you would go with. <laughs> you pulled that one. You pulled the Raiders pulling someone out of like the first, uh, fourth <laughs> round, the first round. Hey, Derrick Henry's a beast. And frankly, Tennessee's on the right track. You know, he's the only of the last 18 Heisman winners not to be taken in the first round. Dang. Mm-hmm. Yet here that he works out pretty well for them, though. Yeah, he's like, you know what? I'm the I'm the league leader in rushing two time uh, two years in a row, and I top 2K. He he's something he, about Tennessee running backs in 2,000 yards. Chris yeah. Johnson did it many years ago, and then he did it. Yep. What is it about Tennessee and running backs? No idea. Uh, no, long though because it's it's fun to watch. Yeah, and especially with the uh, kind of offense they have, they have receivers too. It's like okay, I'm officially scared now. <laughs> Their defense was horrible last year, though. Yeah, that was awful. You're giving me all the good ones here. The Green Bay Packers. It's like, what else is it to say about that? Just Green Bay right. Packers, like, guys. Like, come on. <laughs> especially with Aaron Rodgers' drama. Exactly. <laughs> come on. It's like, that, like that's, that's going to be an interesting story in the next couple of weeks. If not sure. months. If, yeah. It's like, just, just to see it all play out, that'll be like, wow. Um, He's going to go like, bye, I'm hosting Jeopardy. adios that was my true calling all along hey he wants it he really really wants it I bet he was good I I asked him my dad I was like I don't want him to leave I I feel almost as sad as I did when I watched Alex's last episode (laughs) alright your fourth pick hmm Let's see. I think I'm going to go with. Oops. 
clicked a something. I'm just looking at the team so I don't forget who's what. I scrolled <laughs> up. It's like because sometimes I just forget a team. Same. Um, <laughs> hmm. Let's go with. Oh, oop. my thing cut off for a second. Let's, All go right. with, let's go with Baltimore. Oh, that's a good one. Baltimore. I mean, generally, though, they have really good defenses. And that's something, you know, if you're going to have some high-powered offenses, you got to counteract it. And then, of course, you know, their offense has been, has, has been pretty good as well. Um, they were over the, all over the place, I think, last year. <laughs> but uh, especially – I didn't expect them to end the way they did last year, I don't believe. Cause, I mean, no, especially I didn't either. Because everyone's like, oh, yeah, all right, Lamar – that means, you know, Lamar Jackson's time to go run for a Super Bowl. And then um, – Not so much. Not so much, um, but at the same time, again, he's still he's productive. The offense is productive, and the defense still holding strong. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's as ne- as they will best, but they are still a pretty strong. They're still pretty strong, though. I agree with you there. And and Harbaugh knows what he's doing. That's just a good organization too. Like from the top down, they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. For the fifth one, I'm going to go a little bit off the wall here, but I can defend it. The New York Football Giants. Again, a historical franchise that, despite recent failures, has proven they know what to do. And I got to have the New York mark in there, right? Like, I got to have a reason to, for New York to watch my games. Mm-hmm. And I'm certainly not taking the Jets. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that ain't going to happen. So, uh that that's my fifth and final pick. I really think the Giants are on the uptick, though. So you know, assuming this were to happen, like let's just say this year, that would be interesting. Plus, in my division, you have the Cowboys and Giants. You get that twice a year. Mm-hmm. All right, your last pick, last pick of the draft. Last pick. The last pick. Mystery of relevant, yeah. <laughs> hmm. I'm gonna go with the Indianapolis Colts. Mm, that's a good one. I was they've... hoping they would take it off the board. <laughs> I mean, they they've got a lot of history to them. Johnny Unitas. Yep. Back so, in Baltimore. <laughs> back when they were Baltimore. Um, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. And you know, Phil, throw Philip Rivers in there too, because you know, just, there's no disrespect there to him whatsoever. He's been, he'd been a, a an effective quarterback in his time, and then now he's he's he decided to call it quits. But uh, we're gonna choose to forget Carson Wentz ever existed. We're gonna choose to forget he exists. Yeah, we're just gonna <laughs> choose to forget that. Uh, you know, but uh, yeah, I think that's a that's a good a good franchise. And they have quite a history in the quarterback realm there. They do. All right. So let's take a look at our divisions here. I wonder which division – we should put this up as a poll on our Facebook page later. But uh, <clears throat> my division, Cowboys, Patriots, Chiefs, Packers, Giants, Euros, Steelers, 49ers, Titans, Ravens, Colts. That's a tough league. Mm-hmm. That's a really – I think – Tennessee threw me off. I think if I would have if I would have thrown another team, it would have been Seattle mm-hmm. as another team that you know maybe or the well the Bears not really because well yeah recent evidence there. suggests they are incompetent. In some, <laughs> I in was some sitting areas. there thinking maybe the Bears, but then I was like, I don't know. Nineteen eighty five was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> It's a long time to be basically irrelevant. (laughs) Remember, they have the only MVP. Uh, Yeah, they do. Well, they don't anymore because he's not there anymore. He's not there anymore. He's in Buffalo. (laughs) He said, "Bye." I'm taking my I'm taking my slime with me. 
Oh boy. Oh boy. Well, that's our show. That's our season. We were going to. I had talked about this a while back. We're entering into a point now where there's not really a whole lot to talk about. I mean, yeah, we could just spend the whole summer previewing things, but let's screw the point. <laughs> uh, so we're going to take a little bit of a summer haze. We'll be back for you. I'd say probably in July when camp opens up, I would say. Probably. Probably. Give yourself some time to get into the college ranks and then do a little preview throughout the month of August, whatever. We'll take a little bit of a break here. And uh, just kind of regroup. Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm going to watch Strains on Saturday mornings, but I'm not talking to you. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we're 46 episodes in. We figure it's time for us to take a step back for a little while and just kind of enjoy our summer. But you, I, 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 don't think it's, I don't think you'll stop hearing from us. Like, I'm sure we'll post something on our Facebook page. At some point. Especially if something big happens like, Aaron Rodgers gets traded or something like that. I'm sure one of us will have something to say about that. But in terms of the actual audio podcast, you won't hear from us again until July or so, somewhere in that area. But uh, it's been fun to do this. I remember when I – I wanted to do a podcast with this like this with, with uh, Darren for a while, and I finally got him to – I finally got him to relent and say yes last year. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> listenership may not be where we like, but it's still been fun to do it. And mm-hmm. uh, it's it's really fun to talk football with someone who, you know, loves the sport as much as you do. I remember when I was in college, we got on to talk about the Cleveland Browns, and neither of us are Browns fans. And I'm just like, that proves how much we love the game. You talk about the then irrelevant Cleveland Browns for like 20 minutes, yeah, just because we could. Like that just proves how much we love this game. Uh, but nonetheless, it has been fun, Darren. Uh, and can't wait to hear from you in uh, July as we look forward to Season 2 of the Scientific Coaching Podcast. So for that, with that, this is Scientific Coaching number 46. I am Lucas for Darren. Darren, take us home. Adios, everybody. See you in July. Or hear you in July. I don't know. <laughs> well, we might be able to see people if, if, <laughs> if uh, vaccination rates keep going. That's true. <laughs>